Today on Arts and Letters, we'll share some of the amazing music composed for us during this past season. I'm Mary Ellen Cubitt, a producer for Arts and Letters. On this episode, we'll feature the artists Monster Boy Lives. Baby walking through the end of the world. Joseph Fuller. Brad Bird. I feel just like a ghost walking around in the backwoods of your mind. Just to name a few. Close enough to you to hear you breathing, but you never spare the time. That's the Arts and Letters Music Review. But first, the news. I'm still pining after you with a vengeance, just like that first night. From the studios of KUAR in Little Rock, Arkansas, I'm producer Mary Ellen Cubitt. Welcome to Arts and Letters Radio, a program providing opportunities for the celebration of the arts and humanities. Our executive producer and host, Jay Bradley Minnick, is busy making final edits and cuts for season eight that will start this fall. So in the meantime, I've taken over the ANL studio at UA Little Rock Public Radio to share with you some of my favorite songs and musical selections from this past season. Season 7 found us working with several new artists, as well as some old favorites, with specific commissions for original music to enhance our storytelling. In our first episode of the season, Object Impermanence, Brad tracked down the elusive electronica artist MPL to provide a musical score which features Arkansas poet and California native H.K. Hummel and her poetry collection, Lessons in Breathing Underwater. This intense poetry collection about women who survived trauma was matched with a haunting intensity of MPL's beats and rhythms. Here's MPL and her song, Mid-Century Doom. That was Little Rock's MPL with her song, Mid-Century Doom. In our second episode of the season, Mystics, Mad Men, or Cunning Frauds, author Adam Ehrlich Sachs shared his satirical novel about the historical philosopher Leibniz and Leibniz's encounter with a blind astronomer who has predicted a great eclipse. 
for the end of the episode, when the astronomer is reflecting on his pending death, we turn to an original song, The End of the World, by Central Arkansas's indie pop duo, Monster Boy Lives. Baby walking through the end of the world But I know through it all, yeah, you'll still be my girl was End of the World by indie pop duo Monster Boy Lives, and I'm excited to have the duo here via video chat. Chris Long, the weirdest of Monster Boy Lives, welcome to the Arts and Letters Music Review. Hello, hello. Thank you for having us. It's a me. It's a Chris. Wait, is that how I do it? Hi. Okay, so um, tell us a little bit about how you wrote the song, The End of the World. Okay, uh, so I know that a lot of people will say it is the perfect pandemic song. We actually wrote it in 2019. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, The song kind of wrote itself, and we were talking about how we're kind of on each other's team, and we always have each other if everything else falls apart. So we kind of started kicking around that idea, and the song kind of naturally progressed into into becoming a thing. And um, yeah, it was weird. I mean, we were just kind of sitting there goofing around. We're at at, at the end of band practice or something like that, and the the tune kind of just came off of my fingers and then the the little silly limerick about you know the end of the world and you know it'll be me and you um, yeah yeah because we've always had that to the moon and back and and all sorts of cheesy lines that couples tell each other like uh, we've always had that and that was one of the ones like you know we'll always have each other sort of thing even though it wasn't written during the pandemic i have to say 
It has really been my favorite song released during the pandemic. I've listened to it and gone back to it at different times because for me, it has that, you know, no matter how bad the pandemic was getting or no matter how hard things were getting, the song always made me feel like it would be okay in the end because of the love that the two of you share. And I want to let you know, I really did hold on to that. It, it was a really meaningful song for me during the time. I, I, I love hearing that. Um, I think the song really found its place during the pandemic. And we always made sure that towards the end of every set, when we did our live streams, we would play that song. And V, the the sax that you play in the song, uh, for me, really shapes and, and moves the song forward. Can you tell me a little bit about what kind of sax that was and how you decided those chords? Uh, yeah, that's actually, um, that saxophone's really near and dear to me. Um, when I first started playing saxophone, I was really drawn to the Barry sax. And when I came back to playing, I came back in at the Barry sax, but it was on the student horn that my mom had bought me back when I was 14 years old. This was the first saxophone I actually bought myself. I heard it on a, um, on a site and there was a video and um, a guy in um, oh he's in Indonesia and in Indonesia was playing it and um, it definitely needed some work on it but I just there was something about the sound I just absolutely loved and um, so I bought it and I had it shipped here to Arkansas and um, I had the guys over at Independence Music um, basically rebuild it from the bottom up and um, it is a peculiar horn in the fact that it has these little notes that are a little sharp or a little flat and it's it cannot be corrected so it's strange that that's what makes that horn so special and makes it so beautiful and um, that's become my main saxophone to play Um, and it's a Selmer Professional, which is like the USA Selmer Professional, which is about an intermediate horn. But there's something about that big bell sound with the berries. I just, I love that generation of those horns. Anything about Monster Boy Lives that you would like to share with our listeners? Um, We just took a break from doing our live streams and uh, working on some ideas and concepts for some new material. And I think we're about to end up back in the studio uh, working on this new material. And we may end up bringing in a few other artists uh, to guest with us on these uh, songs. And um, we look forward to coming out with more music and um to a time in which it's safe to go play for people. Yeah, we'd love to, to gather people when that won't be dangerous. Yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Chris and V, for joining us today. We really appreciate it. We love you, Mary Ellen. Thank you for having <laughs> Take us. Take Cubit, and you're listening to the Arts and Letters Season 7 Music Review. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Arts and Letters. I'm producer Mary Ellen Cubit with our Season 7 Music Review. The perfect novel episode introduced us to American author John Edward Williams, who wrote Stoner. critically described as the perfect novel. Literary biographer Charles J. Shields joined us to explain why, even with such critical acclaim, Williams remains largely obscure to American readers. Obituaries about John Williams seem more interested in how the National Book Award was split for the first time in its history in the year he received it for Augustus, 1973, and the unusual display of public disagreement among the judges, 
than in what his works had contributed to American literature. Some in our area will definitely know the name Williams because he taught at UA Fayetteville's Department of English towards the end of his life until he passed in 1994. And just like the sweeping American landscapes that populate Williams' novels, this episode featured a musical landscape from Little Rock's Frank Thurmond and Barry Burks with Lute's Lament. That was Frank Thurmond and Barry Burks with Lute's Lament. The Perfect Novel episode also features Central Arkansas composer Joseph Fuller with Fan Zhang on cello. My agent warned me that uh, being as relatively unknown as John was, that uh, there wouldn't be a lot of takers for a biography. But I did this out of love for the novel and to honor John as a novelist. Season 7 returned to satire with Dave Eggers' novella, The Captain and the Glory, 
imagining the Trump administration as a cruise ship sailing the high seas. The original song, Get on the Boat, by Phil Davis, provided the perfect nautical soundscape. Phil Davis with Get On The Boat. Yeah. 
that was See the Light by Conway, Arkansas's own Brad Bird. This original song was featured in The Ghost Variations, 100 Stories, with literary author and Little Rock legend Kevin Brockmeyer. I'm Mary Ellen Cubitt, and you're listening to the Arts and Letters Season 7 Music Review. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Arts and Letters. I'm producer Mary Ellen Cubitt with our Season 7 Music Review. Our next three episodes of the season all featured Arkansas history. In Redefining the Color Line, civil rights historian John Kirk shared archived audio tapes of his early 1990s interview with then-retired Governor Orville Faubus. My name's John Kirk, and I'm talking to historical Faubus uh, on December 3rd, Thursday, 1992, and we're in Conway, Arkansas, Mr. Faubus's home. This episode had many memorable songs, including the reggae tune by Aaron Cam and the One Drops. to the establishment, to the powers that run this crazy world. We modern-day sages of lyrical pages who speak without fear about this whole system built on bottom-line basics. The almighty, crisp and clean, no longer green, dollar-dollar bill, y'all. The same paper we will burn for heat when these walls fall. Maybe then we'll stop dying in these streets for nothing, over nothing. Still, I got nothing but love, for love is the key that will set us free. Cool that lion. We spread wisdom, truth, coming from our hearts and souls. They keep lying, keep trying to keep us deaf, dumb, and blind, for they only speak from their deep pockets. So intent being making those pockets deeper while the lint multiplies in mine and we find ways to survive in this land built on contradictions. It seems I see more homeless children decaying buildings, senseless killing, cemetery filling, less and less willing to do anything for anyone other than self, for anything other than financial wealth. This does nothing for our mental health. Listen, listen. 
That was Aaron Cam and the One Drops with Cool That Lion. One of my favorites from this episode is from Arts and Letters frequent contributor Tim Anthony from Aphrodisia Studios. Here's From My Window. The rain is shining down, birds are walking around, side to side. With no fear of fleeing to the sky Everybody's gone Everybody's at home Nobody wants to play Fear lurks in the distance It's just a breath away From My Window by Tim Anthony of Aphrodisia Studios. At its basic roots, the long story of rural resistance to federal power in the Ozarks is not all that different from many other working class experiences around the globe. Our next episode was about the history of Arkansas popularism and rural resistance to federal authority. It featured historian J. Blake Perkins and had original music composed for the episode by frequent contributor and multi-instrumentalist Joseph Fuller. Here's Hillbilly Hellraiser. Popular people, we can get things done. The mountain our steeple, pull across our gun. You think that you know us, I promise you don't. Try to take our love from us, well I promise you won't.
That was Hillbilly Hellraiser, written and performed by Joseph Fuller, featuring his brother on vocals, Michael Fuller. Professor John Kirk joined us again for our third episode on Arkansas history. In On the Battlefield, Kirk shared his archived audio tapes of early civil rights heroine Sue Cowan Williams, who worked with Thurgood Marshall to sue the Little Rock School District for equal pay in 1942. Well, that was a time when something had to be done, and I was, I thought I was able Here's Arkansas's gospel legend, Lady Georgia Hudson, with a title song, I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. I am on the battlefield, I am on the battlefield, I am on the battlefield for my Lord, for my Lord, I am on the battlefield. I am on battlefield for my Lord. When I was alone in my house, I was a sinner too. When I heard a voice from heaven saying there is Christian band, I am on battlefield for my Lord. Oh yes, I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. Yes, I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. And I promise him that I I will serve him till I die. I am on battlefield for my Lord. That was Little Rock's gospel legend, Lady Georgia Hudson, accompanied by Tim Anthony. This episode also had a song by musical artist Gavin Lennard. Here's Can't Hold Me Down by Gavin Lennard. I won't be silent Cause I found my voice I once was miserably compliant But now I happily rejoice Cause you can't hold me down You can't take away the joy that I found So do what you will, I'll still prevail You can't hold me down I know you thought that you would win But you thought wrong, cause I don't give in, no to slay my enemies I shall overcome all adversity You can't hold me down You can't take away the joy that I found So do what you will I'll still prevail You can't hold me you can't hold me, you won't stop me, no You can't hold me down, you can't hold me You can't hold me down That was Can't Hold Me Down by Little Rock multimedia artist Gavin Lennard. Our 12th episode of the season, The Liminal Spaces of Danny Marsh, introduced us to math-loving fourth grader Danny Bowman Marsh and his on-the-edge mother. Author Amy Parker joined Brad to discuss the short story from her collection, Beasts and Children. I'm infuriated about the things that happened. 
happen to people, but to children, you know, just, and how the, the, the cycle just, um, continues. Yes. We took a powerful and troubling journey into this short story about parental neglect. For this episode, Brad worked again with contributor Joseph Fuller to design an entire soundscape for the episode. My favorite song from this episode reminds me of a 1980s girl punk rock tribute. It's called Get You Next Time. was Get You Next Time, written by composer Joseph Fuller, featuring the vocals of his sister, Jessica Fuller. In our last episode of the season, we returned to poetry. We were joined by Leah Graham to take a deep dive into the infamous dive bar, the Hotel Vernon. Her collection from the Hotel Vernon tells tales from her time behind the bar and tales from the bar's vibrant and storied past. I'm always interested in places and what kinds of values they have. So why why does the Vernon have this kind of specialness to it? And certainly the murals were a big part of that. But there was something also about the space of the building, the space of Kelly Square. Adam Simon from Simon Sound Studios, who helps us mix and master our programs, shared music from his most recent album, Shadow Reset. Here's Winter Wraith by Adam Simon. Try to escape your faith and wave into the woods. The olive juice before the roots has understood. You win your sum and lose your sum with gratitude. Rest 
That was Adam Simon with his song, Winter Wraith. It wouldn't be an Arts and Letters music review without a special thanks and shout out to Emmy Award-winning musical composer Silas Height, who partnered with us again on several episodes this season. Thank you, Silas, for your continued partnership. Broadcast from the studios of KUAR in Little Rock, you've been listening to Arts and Letters. I hope you've enjoyed our annual Arts and Letters music review. Special thanks to MPL, Monster Boy Lives, Frank Thurman and Barry Burks, Phil Davis, Brad Bird, Aaron Cam and the One Drops, Tim Anthony, Joseph Fuller, Lady Georgia Hudson, Gavin Lennard, Adam Simon, and Silas Height. Check out our website, artsandlettersradio.org, for more information on each of these talented artists who so generously shared their music with us. We'll be back in the fall with new episodes. Until then, check out our archive of over 90 shows on the NPR podcast page, iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Want more behind the scenes on our show? Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or even our YouTube channel. Thank you to Sticky's Rock and Roll Chicken Shack for keeping music alive and well in Arkansas. Generous funding for Season 7 was provided by the Arkansas Humanities Council and the National Endowment for the Humanities. This is Mary Ellen Cubitt for Arts and Letters Radio. Thank you for joining us. In keeping with our musical review tradition, I'd like to leave you with the words of Plato. Music gives soul to the universe, wings to the mind, flight to the imagination, and life to everything. See you next season. I love you just the same. You love me just the same.